Welcome to this episode of Mentors at Your Benchside, a podcast giving you advice, tips and tools for getting the most out of your research. I'm Thomas Warwick and today I'll be talking to you about 10 PPE sins we all commit. Labs are dangerous places. They're brimming with nasty chemicals and harmful biological materials. Yet, so many people are flippant about their personal safety and the safety of others when doing their work. One way in which people make lab work more dangerous is the misuse of personal protective equipment, or PPE. It only keeps us safe when it's worn correctly. So, with that in mind, here are our 10 common laboratory PPE sins. Sins we've all committed. Number 1. Not wearing a lab coat. Lab coats provide a barrier between that nasty chemical you're using and your clothes and your skin. If you spill something nasty on your lab coat, it can be easily cleaned or disposed of. If you do the same to your clothes, you may be faced with throwing away your favourite pair of jeans. Also, you never know what chemicals, especially those fine powders, are sticking to your clothes without realising it. So you could expose other folks, such as family members and friends, to these nasties. As well as putting your lab coat on, button it up. A lab coat can only protect you and your clothes if it's actually covering them. Number two, wearing lab coats outside of the lab. Many labs have separate working areas away from the bench where people can read papers, do computer-related work and grab a snack. This should be a hazard-free zone. Yet I've seen many people sitting at their desks wearing lab coats. Nobody wants their vegan BLT with a hint of SDS. So while it's good you're wearing your lab coat, remember to take it off before entering write-up areas. Number three, wearing the wrong type of lab coat. Lab coats come in several varieties so make sure you wear one suitable for your needs. This is particularly important when using dangerous equipment like UV transilluminators, where you need the lab coat to cover all parts not covered by other PVE like gloves and face masks. I know someone who had quite a nasty sunburn from using a UV transilluminator while wearing a lab coat buttoned only up to the chest. Check out figure one in the corresponding article to see the differences between the two main types of lab coats, chemistry type, and how we type. Number four, not wearing gloves. This is my biggest pet peeve in the lab as it makes no sense at all. If you're using dangerous chemicals and working with harmful biological agents, why would you not want to protect your hands? Also, gloves protect much more than just your hands as you touch your face, doorknobs and food with your hands many times a day. And not wearing gloves can lead to you contaminating yourself and others. Number five, reusing disposable gloves. They're disposable for a reason. Chemicals will slowly eat away at them until they wear through, and not all rips and tears are noticeable immediately. If you get acrylamide or any other dangerous chemical onto your gloves, you should dispose of them and get a fresh pair. Otherwise, everything you touch will also get a nice dose of acrylamide, again, potentially contaminating yourself and other people. Number six, not removing gloves when moving between areas. Labs aren't all perfectly set up with equipment located in different rooms and even on different floors. If you need to move between lab areas during an experiment, for example, to visualize your DNA gels, take a spare pair of gloves with you in a lab coat pocket and remove one of your gloves to allow you to open doors without contaminating them. Then carry everything else in a container in your gloved hand. Number seven, misusing insulated gloves. Insulated gloves protect you from cold when digging through the minus 80 freezer 
or taking up cells from liquid nitrogen. These gloves do not protect your hands from prolonged contact with liquid nitrogen itself. So, don't go plunging your hand into it or allow any to pour over your hands when removing trays, or you'll end up with some extremely nasty burns. The same goes if the liquid nitrogen goes down the back of the cuffs. Number 8. Not wearing safety glasses or visors. Your eyes are precious and also very vulnerable. Not all experiments and tasks require using eye protection, but sometimes it's vital. When you're doing experiments where you risk spilling or splashing hazardous reagents into your eyes, it's better to be safe and wear a pair of goggles. They might not be the most attractive PPE, but they're critical in protecting your sight. Number nine, wearing safety glasses instead of visors. There are some circumstances where safety glasses are insufficient and you'll need to wear a full-face visor. UV transilluminators come to mind. While protecting your eyes from UV exposure is critical, you also need to protect your face or you risk getting a nasty sunburn or even disfigured in the case of an accident when handling large quantities of corrosive chemicals. In addition, many lab safety goggles will not protect you from UV exposure. So make sure you know when glasses are sufficient and when a full visor is required. Or better yet, wear both. Number 10. Wearing inappropriate clothing. While not strictly PPE, your clothes, and particularly shoes, also play a role in your safety. The transgression here for both men and women is wearing open-toed shoes in the lab. Wearing open-toed shoes, or shoes where a large portion of your feet are exposed, leaves your feet vulnerable to spilled chemicals and acid burns. High heels are also an issue because if you struggle to walk in them, you risk tripping, which can be very dangerous in the lab. So that's our 10 PPE sins. In summary, wear it, wear it correctly, and assess the safety of each situation individually. Now you know there are no excuses. Check out the episode description for links to related articles and resources, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get more help and advice from mentors at your benchside. Are you always on the go, but still seeking valuable insights to advance your research? Well, look no further than Listen In, the podcast from Bite Size Bio that offers the benefits of webinars in a portable format. With webinars featuring leading researchers and commercial specialists discussing techniques like CRISPR-Cas9 and microscopy. With Listen In, you can tap into their expertise and drive your research project forward efficiently and productively, no matter where you are. Visit bitesizebio.com forward slash podcasts or search for Listen In in your podcast app to subscribe.